G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, let's turn our attention to church and cultural challenges. There is a conference by that name coming up where issues of religious freedom, a Christian voice and reconciliation will be front and centre. It's being organised by pastors Norman and Barbara Miller, who founded the Centre for International Reconciliation and Peace. It'll be on in Canberra. Pastor Barbara Miller is joining us. Barbara, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil, and wonderful to be with you. Barbara, Praise the Lord for all the wonderful work you do. Well, at such a time as this, Barbara, and uh, of course you'll be talking about The Voice. It's well and truly now in the debate mode. People are taking sides, left, right and centre. This is obviously going to be something central to what you'll be airing and there'll be all sorts of perspectives, no doubt, at the conference. Yes, well, certainly The Voice has had a lot of um, media attention. Um, What concerns um, Norman and I with our Ministry of Reconciliation, and as we know, reconciliation is between humanity and God first. That's the vertical side. Uh, But the horizontal side is also important, uh, people to people, uh, because uh, we know it says in, in Matthew that if anyone has something against you, you lay your gift down at the altar and go and make it right and come back and give your gift to the Lord. So what we're believing is that with regard to um, the voice, it's been touted as a way of bringing reconciliation to our nation and finishing off the business of reconciliation because it's been going on for a long time. However, we believe that it's actually going to divide the nation on the basis of race. And so that is a very big concern. And uh, so if it gets embedded in the Constitution, what that will mean is that we have inequality of citizenship in Australia, which we don't believe is a good thing. Barbara, six in ten Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in Australia identify as Christian. Do you feel like their voice is not being heard and uh, having a conference like this gets people in front of a a, a host of great speakers to be able to identify where these issues are are best placed. What are your thoughts here? Well, absolutely. And, of course, um, Norman um, will be one of the speakers and also Pastor Peter Walker. So we have two Indigenous Christian speakers and it's really important for that Christian Indigenous voice to be heard because it has been pretty much left out of the debate and so we want to change that. We were grateful that um, Amanda Stoker had something earlier in the week on Sky News of the work Norman's done over many years uh, and myself uh, to get racism 
out of the Constitution. This whole voice thing wants to put racism back in. Uh, That's a challenging thing, isn't it? And some might say, you know, you're up against it here because there's an assumption that a yes vote uh, is the non-racist vote. But in some sense here, you're turning that on its head because the perspectives would show that it's the opposite. Uh, Adding a race issue into the Constitution isn't going to make things better for the future. Absolutely. And we do support the recognition of Indigenous people in the Constitution, which can be done either in the preamble uh, or an an amendment elsewhere um, in the Constitution. So we've outlined all of that. Do you Uh, hope... Norman did put a submission into the Joint Select Committee on the voice referendum as well. Will there be some sort of statement that might follow the conference uh, that might find its way into uh, the hands of authorities who might have some uh, will to be able to make any change there? Well, that's um, uh, quite a possibility, a strong one. And uh, we've uh, got the timing of the conference so that it will be held before Parliament uh, starts its next sitting on the 31st of July. So we will be spending a couple of days in Canberra after the conference um, speaking to parliamentarians, including Indigenous parliamentarians. Barbara, not the first time that you and Norman have hosted a conference in Canberra. There's quite a following, aren't there? Yes, we've hosted four conferences in Canberra, all in uh, Parliament House. And uh, we've had had two Australia Day prayers in Canberra um, and uh, also uh, hosted Tabernacle of David workshops in Canberra as well. So we've had a very strong heart for Canberra since 2004 when we hosted our first conference there. Uh, You mentioned Norman as one of the speakers as well as Pastor Peter Walker. Uh, who else is speaking to this conference? Uh, there might be a few names that listeners can identify with. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mentioned uh, Senator, former Senator Amanda Stoker before. Um, she will be the only person not there live. She will be speaking by video. Uh, we have some wonderful speakers, um, Cindy McGarvey, who is the National Director of uh, Youth uh, for Christ, She'll be speaking how the culture war against the church affects youth. Um, We have uh, Graham McLennan. Um, He will be um, speaking on the Judeo-Christian heritage of our nation. He's the founder of the National Alliance of uh, Christian Leaders. Uh, As I mentioned, um, uh, Pastor Peter Walker. Also, we have uh, Daniel Simon. And uh, he's a Christian um, lawyer who has worked with Australian Christian Lobby, currently working with the Human Rights Law Alliance. And so what they deal with is um, discrimination um, against Christians in in the workplace. And so uh, he'll be speaking on that and he'll be speaking on on the sexual identity um, issues as well. Barbara, just to touch on this uh, for a moment, because if the question goes to the Australian people in the way that it is right now, uh, you and Norman have indicated before that you actually risk 
recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in our constitution, perhaps in a preamble, as you say, you risk that being lost altogether. How seriously do you think uh, people who are thinking about a yes vote uh, ought to consider that possibility if Australia votes no and the opportunity to recognise Aboriginal people is lost? Yes, I, I think there would be a lot of disappointed Indigenous people um, in our nation if the referendum vote does not get up. But um, we would really have to put the blame at the current uh, government because of that, because they will not separate those um, two issues. And, of course, the Referendum Working um, Committee, they won't separate those two issues because there's a huge um, amount of goodwill in Australia to recognising Indigenous people in the Constitution in some form. Um, But uh, it's been conflated with um, the voice being enshrined in the Constitution. So it could well go down for that reason. And, of course, if you could recognise Aboriginal people in the Constitution and then separately legislate for a voice to the Parliament, uh, which is what you're advocating for, that in itself could then be the protection uh, for making sure that the Aboriginal voice is heard. Yes, and so look, um, there there is an opinion out there that uh, the voice should be legislated, and then if there's any issues, it can be fixed up, and then possibly put in the constitution later. Um, look, honestly, I'm not really supporting that um, either. Um, I did support the um, NACC and the NAC and ATSIC. Uh, that were um, organisations, national organisations that came with an Indigenous voice over the years. There were some problematic um, issues um, with them. But look, at the moment, um, we have so many national Indigenous um, organisations that we even have a coalition of, of peaks that uh, I think there's something like 16 or 18 of those in the nation. And uh, they once you include the state voices, they've got about 80 members. So um, the Coalition of Peaks spent a number of years uh, negotiating with the, uh, the Morrison government on updating the Closing the Gap um, targets and adding new targets. And uh, that was, uh, I think, fruitful because, honestly, uh, for Norman and I, our main concern is the gap would be closed so that we don't have those um, huge uh, differences in, um, in, in, in health, in, in housing, um, in income, in uh, education, in incarceration rates, etc., Honestly, that's where our main focus is and I'm really not convinced that another bureaucracy on top of all the uh, Indigenous organisations, national and state and local that we have, is really going to make any difference um, on the ground and it's going to spend a huge amount of money as well. So... uh, I can understand people saying, well, just legislate it. 
And I think, you know, if it doesn't get up, um, perhaps uh, the current government might do that anyway and legislate it and hope to get it enshrined later. But uh, honestly, I'm not even sure um, if we have a legislated voice, a voice, it's really going to improve things on the ground. So you're reflecting what so many Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are feeling as though not even the right questions are being addressed in having such a question in the referendum. Uh, Pastors Norman and Barbara Miller founded the Centre for International Reconciliation and Peace. Uh, They've got a conference that's coming up in Canberra, 27th to the 29th of July. It's called the Church and Cultural Challenges Conference and the way you can get your place, register at reconciliationandpeace.org. There is an early bird date there for a lower uh, ticket price, the 12th of June, reconciliationandpeace.org. Pastor Barbara Miller, uh, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and heart with us today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Much appreciated and God bless you and all your listeners. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.